0: Instead of, I guess, eating a snack, maybe we will eat a snack later, we are drinking... Huh? Maybe I'm reading the kanji wrong, I'm definitely reading the kanji wrong. Anyway, it's kind of this drink here, and it's kind of... I've been getting into these drinks that are like alcohol-free alternatives to like, I guess, alcoholic drinks here, and they're really good. Like, this should taste amazing. It's kind of like a soda, but a fancy soda with like a bit more of a fancier taste saying fancy thousand times in a row but I don't know this is amazing recommend if you come to Japan and you're not drinking alcohol just try yourself through the alternatives like this not even it's not only that like everything that you can find in that shelf I tried nearly everything now but this is my favorite I love it I did the unthinkable thing um I spent time on youtube shorts of all places fucking youtube shorts I want to talk about this today How YouTube is changing and how the content creation I guess is changing or has changed in the last few years anyway with the appearance of TikTok and everything. I I still remember the day when Instagram copied Snapchat and you could like add stories to your Instagram thing and I remember the beginning because I'm actually a huge fan of Snapchat I was so kind of like, I'm not gonna use stories just because I love Snapchat, you can't just steal something just because you can't buy it, Mark Zuckerberg, apparently you can though, <laughs> and um, in the end everybody used Instagram stories now, and everybody uses them now, and they're like a really big thing, and it turned out to be a great marketing move on Zuckerberg's side to like steal that, um, story feature, like how Snapchat was doing it, and Snapchat I kind of feel like has lost, in the, has lost that word, because not that many people are using Snapchat nowadays, I'm still using Snapchat, I love Snapchat, um, That's not the point here. The point is, I feel like social media obviously is evolving and that was one step, like story features on Instagram coming there. And then from then on, I remember when Musical.ly first started and I really wasn't into Musical.ly. I just know of its existence and then obviously turned into TikTok. And TikTok got huge so fast, or was it just me? Maybe I am already past the generation that keeps up with the current trends. Because I just remember TikTok suddenly being huge and being the thing and everybody being on TikTok and I wasn't on TikTok. And for the longest time actually, I was like, just because uh this is the kind of mindset I feel like I feel like that's a typical mindset when you want um when you've been against something for so long that just your pride keeps you from actually getting into it. But it wasn't also only my pride, I was just like hearing bad things about TikTok and um, just how your attention span suffers from it and stuff like that, you know Like, probably most of you who won't use or don't use TikTok, like, are having their own reasons for it as well And I was very against it at the beginning as well And I didn't use TikTok for the longest time, but I have friends who used it And they were always saying, like, just give it a chance Just once you really figure out, or like, not you figure out the algorithm But once the algorithm figures you out, you're only gonna get good shit on your timeline It's gonna be amazing um, and yeah, I gave it a second and a third and then a fourth chance and eventually the algorithm figured me out Guess I'm not that strange of a person anyway because the tiktok algorithm somehow managed <laughs> to figure me out now um, And yes, I it's amazing tiktok is amazing if you go on that app It's like a downward spiral you jump into a black hole and you like have trouble coming out there because it's just so Addicting to just swipe down and just from a marketing and like user interface perspective obviously they cracked the code this is it this is how you keep humans engaged for long periods of time with short form content that is never ending it's like seamlessly going down and then instagram implemented reels and um instagram reels i never used nor do i use it now for some reason even though i have friends who actually use reels instead of like tiktok it's like the place where the trends come back or come on like three months later um but also instagram reels is kind of i feel like the boomer version of tiktok because it's like oh it's on instagram so it's okay if i use it there but it's the same like principle you swipe down forever and it figures you out and it gives you good recommendations and it's short-form content mostly like mostly under like even a few seconds but most of the time you can also have stuff that goes up to three minutes I think Um, it's short form content though now I am and I've always been a supporter of YouTube I fucking love YouTube I think YouTube is such a great platform or just the opportunity to make your own content videos movies whatever music videos and to, to just post them and everybody can do that and it's open to anybody and i remember when i was small and when YouTube became big i was looking up to so many youtubers i was like i want to do that not even like as a job because i think i will never really do youtube as a job but just as a hobby i really like making videos and sharing them and um, YouTube is perfect for that. I remember the golden days of YouTube. For me, the golden time of YouTube was 2013. I don't know why specifically like that age, but I think it was because that was when I was on the grasp of also watching enough international YouTube that I felt like I could get a hold of that like whole USA, Britain YouTube area and they had like their highs and lows there and there were these people. I don't know like People were so big back then, like Dan and Phil, then we got Jack, then we got PewDiePie um, But I also watched some people abroad on the stage I remember watching Bethany Moda, of all people, like I was obsessed with her videos of the DIY vid- DIY videos that she made And her morning routines, like all that morning routine vlog kind of content that was coming from the USA back then And um, But also here in Germany, I watched of course German YouTubers, they had amazing content back then I, f- I feel like it was just Bigger in a way that it's not big right now because you had all these names and all these names kind of also were interconnected like people knew each other and it was kind of like a scene like the first VidCon was an experience it was something really cool actually and nowadays i feel like i wouldn't even want to set foot onto Bitcoin bitcon because there's people there there's so many people that i don't know there's so many tiktokers and in a way i think emma chamberlain actually talked about this in one of her podcasts and i really have to agree with her she said like the the time of the real internet celebrity is over because everybody's famous now and I want to second that because it feels like everybody's famous now everybody is kind of important there's no one person that cracked the one million subscribers because there's just so much content so many people out there so many people doing it making money from it there's tiktokers migrating to instagram migrating to youtube like the platforms kind of intertwining and it feels like there's no youtuber scene there anymore at least for me it kind of feels like that And I feel like you can also see that in a lot of the established older YouTubers, that a lot of them, if they don't keep up with the time or change up the content, that they lose their, their gripping or their footing and kind of a drifting out of importance in a way because there's just so much new stuff coming all the time that unless you, like, stay relevant in a way, you're not as relevant anymore as you were when these big YouTuber times were. Now, why am I talking about this? I actually think that there is another big shift coming for youtube as well regarding youtube shorts and i don't like that (laughs) i mean when you like use youtube on your phone youtube basically throws it in your face like fucking use shorts you dumb bitch (laughs) it's it's right there on the front page it's just what you see and i fell down yesterday a rabbit hole because i wanted to watch a youtube video but i opened the app not knowing or like forgetting that it takes you to shorts. And for a second I was so confused, I thought I opened TikTok and I just started swiping, which tells you just how it works. Like the brain is so dumb, it's just like, oh, immediately just swipe. And it took me a good half an hour before I realized, oh my God, I'm on YouTube. I actually wanted to watch a YouTube video right now. I actually wanted to watch a 30 minute YouTube video instead of 30 minutes mindlessly scrolling through this. while am I doing it? And then I had to figure out how to get to the app again and then I immediately got my laptop because it's much, comfortable, much more comfortable to watch YouTube on your laptop. And also the YouTube algorithm has changed. In a way that the recommendations I feel like have become worse or like different like I I feel like I'm not getting recommended things anymore that I love I remember back in the day do you remember that when you would when you recommend a page would only be people that you actually follow and they changed that somewhere along the line and people really got upset about that and then they introduced like the bell feature which is still the most stupid thing ever because it's not like still of course you also have you can switch it to people I follow what they posted but there's not this recommended of people you follow i don't know i remember back in the day the youtube algorithm was really great it was amazing at just recommending you videos that you loved and i feel like videos back then like the vlog kind of content it doesn't do well anymore like vlogs don't do and I don't think vlogs need to do well and yes I enjoy making vlogs but it's not like because they're not doing well that I'm still doing that I don't know it's not about views in a way but I guess for people who actually make money of it it is and people can't live any more of the content that you could have been able to live from like 2013 it's just time changes so quickly but quickly like 10 years nearly now with 2013 YouTube is obviously growing as well and changing and adapting Um, but I feel like it's so strange because in a way YouTube wants you to get watch time. Like watch time is the big keyword on YouTube. It's all about watch time, watch time, watch time. But then they're pushing this shorts thing now. Which shorts are like the opposite of watch time. Because you're making content that is supposed to keep a person engaged for the qu- like quickest or shortest amount possible. And then go on move to the next thing. Hello from editing me. Um, Snack of the day. <laughs> I'm eating this mochi that I got in the supermarket. It's like walnut azuki bean mochi. It's very good. It gets 8 out of 10 huggings. It doesn't get 10 out of 10 because even though I love the walnut and it's very autumnal, I feel like it destroys the mochi experience a little bit. But yeah, here we have it. (laughs) In a way, is YouTube like working against itself right now? Or I feel like Maybe actually it is working against itself Because on one hand they want you to get all these watch hours They want you to uh, like keep your audience engaged with your videos But then they also want you to make shorts now Which don't work with watch time as well Because of of course it's about quickly doing something like this I don't know I mean there's been studies obviously About we're going to this topic now of how to keep humans engaged There's been topics that the way that humans can pay attention to things has been going down like people can't pay attention as well anymore but I've actually looked into that before for like a topic and it's not because of social media like social media isn't the root cause that humans can't pay or can't seem to pay attention anymore I think it's just because that's what people always focus on it's the thing that obviously of course because of TikTok I can't pay attention anymore it's not as simple as that I think of course TikTok in a way if you get addicted to it then it can ruin your attention span because it's an addiction And you're addicted to this certain piece of media But it's not ruining your attention span because you're using this app If you follow what I mean I don't know, I'm not gonna link studies or something I just think I read these studies because I scrapped that project again Because I realized that it wasn't actually because of it That you lose your attention span And also, no, we actually don't have an attention span that's smaller than a goldfish People just somehow got that myth from somewhere Um, Yeah What I do think is true, however, is that our current world is becoming more and more aware how, like, the whole fight that all these media companies have or that anything in the world that wants to make money has is they're always fighting for your attention. Attention is the most important thing if you're trying to sell a product. And what people are becoming better at and what these apps and media systems are becoming better at is grabbing attention and keeping that attention for as long as possible because attention is a valuable thing but if you can keep a person engaged um for longer then of course you're making more money and tiktok has figured that out because tiktok knows our attention will eventually drift off or want to see something else and if you just keep pushing something onto a human like so many quick things it's hard to concentrate on something else and because it's such a dopamine rush in a way and you get so induced into that kind of feeling of yeah this the next thing might come even if i'm scrolling through tiktok not every tiktok is a hit where i'm like wow i'm taking that with me like when i've been on tiktok for an hour how many of these tiktoks will actually stay for me like with a life, or like how long will I remember these things that I saw? The answer is not long. I can't remember what I watched on TikTok this morning. I can't remember what I watched yesterday. I can't remember what inspired me. I remember that I saved a few that I guess were funny or I want to try some recipes or something, but it's not something that actually changed my life in a way like that a movie could or something like that. I've been actually also getting back into watching movies and yes, I also find it hard and I'm somebody who's not addicted to social media in a way or like really bad with attention, I guess, But I still find it hard to concentrate on a movie like a full-length movie sometimes and I find that very sad because I remember as a child it used to be the most amazing thing to be able to watch a movie and You were so engaged in that movie. You couldn't look away You didn't even want to go to the bathroom or like have a toilet break in between Because you just want to see how the movie's going And now I feel like I can't watch a movie without my phone in my hand as well and that's not a good development and I don't want to be that person. I think I might need to go on a social media detox again. I have friends who do like social media detoxes recent like often and I really admire that. Um I did one I think a few years ago where I really really didn't use YouTube because YouTube used to be the thing that I was most uh, like obsessed with, I guess. And it still to this day is YouTube for me. Um, with TikTok, I was obsessed with it for some time, but I can as easily as I can pick it up, put it down again, like, I don't have any attachment to the app, and if I were to, if you told me just disinstall it now, I would just do it, I don't, I don't care about it in that way, I just sometimes like it as like a time. I don't know if I don't have anything to do I like to look through it and I like to analyze the algorithm (laughs) how it's like a thing it's like a thing it's like a whole thing like the algorithm analyzes me and I analyze the algorithm because I want to know how it works um it's so interesting to me it's just interesting to see how these things are changing I remember the day that I really decided I need to get into TikTok was actually when one of my professors in art school said to us okay and for this project you can also work through like creating a campaign on social media like tiktok or instagram and i was like tiktok you're talking about tiktok you're like 60 years old why the fuck do you know more about tiktok than me and, <laughs> and that was when i really realized shit i need to get onto this like even if i don't use it and if i don't agree with it if you want to fight back against something or if you want to uh, understand why you don't like something you need to be able to know the system behind it and I didn't know anything about TikTok (laughs) so how will I ever make videos against TikTok if I don't know anything about it so um back to the whole YouTube topic because I think it's so sad that YouTube is also getting onto this TikTok trend now with short-form content and just pushing these different things to keep people engaged and engaged like i sometimes i enjoy watching videos of people that i like that i think their personalities are nice and i enjoy watching these videos for like 30 minutes or like a podcast or something like video podcasts i remember like people used to do these long form just talking videos in their room and i enjoyed them so much i found them so interesting because some people just have these personalities or stories that that take you in and then you can actually take something out of the video and I can actually remember what people were saying like what their reasons or motivations were um, and it's it's so... I feel like it's missing I feel like YouTube is kind of losing its core in a way where nowadays it's been more about keeping up with the new things like TikTok Um, Rather than holding on to their community that they actually already have Because I don't feel like people are leaving YouTube for TikTok, like at least not the big YouTubers in a way It's the other way around, the TikTokers are coming and bringing their form of content to YouTube Which I don't, I mean everybody each their own I think YouTube should always be a form like of expression where everybody can post the kind of content that they like, as long as it's within rules, of course. But just seeing that YouTube implemented the same thing as Instagram and TikTok before that just feels like cheap copying and trying to get on with the trend and changing the platform in a way that I don't think is gonna benefit them in the end. Now don't get me wrong though, I think YouTube shorts will become big and I think it's gonna be pushed by YouTube until everybody here is also on YouTube shorts but I think it's so sad that when you open the YouTube app the first thing you see is shorts and not the like creative content that you actually came for and also I feel like I'm always saying this against the short form content I think people who make short form content still are incredibly talented and there's still a lot of things that go into that I'm just saying I don't want YouTube to be the platform for that. We have Instagram. We have TikTok. Why does YouTube also need to make short form content? That's it for my rant today. (laughs) I just wanted to come on and rant. I just had this urge to communicate this in a way. I don't have a solution. Maybe if I think more about it, I will find one. Right now I don't. I've also been thinking about what I want this channel to be. Because as you all know, YouTube is my hobby and I've been enjoying it greatly since coming here. Like I've had this really down phase with YouTube in my last semesters. Because I was honestly, looking back at it, I maybe was burnt out. I was definitely just doing too much in too little time. And I just had no time for myself to be creative. And now that I have the time again, I realize how much I enjoy making videos, filming and editing them. And I've just been having so much fun, but I've also been thinking, like, of course, you also have goals in the back of your mind or things that you maybe want to achieve. And I've always been intrigued by people who can make daily content. I know all of these people are burnt out and are not doing it, but I've been toying with the thing in my mind where I'm like, maybe I should do vlogmas here in Japan. And that has a reason because I remember like back in 2016-17 I used to follow, I still follow her, Taylor R. If you know her, she used to do like vlogs in Japan as well, now she lives in Hong Kong. And um, she used to do vlogmas every Christmas in Japan. And I loved that, I loved being able to come home every day after school and watching her videos and dreaming about what life in Japan might be like. If I ever go there, if I ever get there, and now that I'm actually here, I think Making videos always makes me appreciate my experiences here more because A, I'm like recording them, so I'm taking pieces of them with me But also I'm being much more um, intentional in how I choose to spend or do my day because I'm aware that I'm filming this And it will be something that will maybe come to the internet I don't know if that makes sense, it just makes me be more present in a way So I really like that. So I've been thinking about trying to do vlogmas um, and vlogging every day until Christmas um, Just as a little challenge for myself and I don't want to do it like you have to make a video every day I just want to try it, see how it goes, maybe it goes well And that's why at the end of November now I don't think I'm gonna make that many videos Because I maybe will be preparing a little bit for that uh, occasion Um, Because of course there's some things that need to go into that to be able to make or upload a video every day But, yeah, I don't know. If you have any questions about or like ideas for videos as well, please tell them to me. There's also my big, huge art exhibition coming up. Big, huge art exhibition. (laughs) So, basically, uh, I'm saying that because it's the biggest thing that's happening this semester for me, like academically speaking, here in university. Um, So, yeah, I'm gonna film that as well, obviously. But that is at the end of November, so that might come into Vlogmas then on the blog. Yeah, I really want to do it. I want to be. I want to live this dream YouTuber life here in Japan, how I watched Taylor R. back then and I was so obsessed with it and it made me feel so homey and cozy as well because the thing is, I am not from Japan and Christmas is a very special time for me and I want to make special, I want to make fake German cookies and I want to go to maybe like see Christmas lights or the Christmas trees, oh my god I'm sorry, I, I love Christmas so much, it's my favorite time of year and I want to make it extra festive and I want to take you along for that. So yeah, expect, la- yeah, I'm saying this right now. I'm, it's now on camera and now I can't take it back anymore. Expect vlogmas from me, <laughs> I guess. Um. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I feel like I always say, I'm gonna upload every week and then I, I'm not like there for a month. <laughs> yeah, Um. but I'll try my best. I hope actually that you had an amazing day today. I had an amazing day today. I went to the zoo today, it was very fun. Um, have a nice drink or something with your dinner or breakfast or lunch today and I just uh, hope you're doing well and I'm sending lots of hugs as always Um, and as always thank you so much for watching this video maybe give it a like if you enjoyed and bye and be back on my channel